Hey everyone, Grant K for the Flame Learning Channel. In part 2 of Active Colour Management in Flame 2017 Extension 1, we looked at how to colour manage media as it's imported into the Flame products. We looked at colour space tagging, auto conversion and setting up the import rules to determine colour space based on a file extension and naming pattern. Now once the media has been tagged or auto converted to a colour space, the viewports react to the colour space metadata and auto adjust to display the clips correctly. This is all based on a set of viewing rules in the colour management preferences. In this video, we'll look at how the viewport functions, as well as the viewing rules which influence the viewports. Now I'm using the project with the legacy colour policy from the previous video. The reason for mentioning this is that each colour policy has its own set of viewing rules. The legacy colour policy contains viewing rules such as video, log and linear transforms. The viewport behaviours using this policy should match the previous version of the Flame products. The simple linear workflow colour policy contains viewing rules that cater for the D-gamma and Re-gamma linear workflows. The ASUS 1.0 colour policy provides a range of colour transforms specifically catering for an ASUS colour managed workflow. And the rules examples colour policy contains a wide variety of import and viewing rules to give you an idea of how a colour policy could be designed. For example, you might have a LogC viewing rule for LogC material and an S-Log viewing rule for S-Log material and so on. Just like the import rules, you can configure the viewing rules per colour policy and share these policies between projects or other systems. So let me start off by demonstrating how the viewports now react to clips. I'll be working in the batch area, however you will get the same behaviour in all the Flame viewports. Now here I have some clips with a variety of colour space tags. I also have the same set of clips which were imported as unknown or untagged. We'll come back to those shortly. Now select the Rec709 clip and look at the viewer. The colours look correct and the viewing transform will indicate a video displayed colour space. Now if you've used the Flame products before, you might be thinking that this is the same as before. However, the difference is that the viewport is using the viewing rules to read the colour space metadata tagged on the clip. So since the clip is tagged as Rec709, the viewport will use the video viewing transform to display the clip. Note that if I click on the list of available viewing transforms, the only one available is video. So the viewing rule tells the viewport what viewing transforms to make available for a particular colour space. Let's go back to batch and look at another clip. This time we'll choose the log clip. Looking at the viewport again, the colours are now being viewed through a generic log viewing transform. So the tagged colour space on the clip is interpreted through the viewing rules and the viewport is told what to use to display the colours. Now this clip has been captured with a particular logarithmic colour space. In fact, this clip was captured by an ARRI camera using ARRI Log C. But since the legacy colour policy was set up with generic viewing transforms like Video, Log and Linear, 
The policy does not have a specific rule to deal with ARRI LogC material. So the colours are viewed through a generic log viewing transform, but they are not accurate. Later in this video, we'll create a viewing rule to display the ARRI LogC colour space correctly. Now if we go back and choose the Scene Linear Media, the viewport will switch to Linear and display the image. Now I want to point out that you can assign multiple viewing transforms to the viewport for a colour space. So this image could be viewed as using Flame's traditional Linear Gamma, Linear Photomap LC with a highlight roll-off, or a Linear with a standard 2.4 or sRGB Gammas. Please note that there are no video or log viewing transforms in the list, because the viewing rules are only configured to only show linear viewing transforms for the scene linear colour space. Finally, I have one last clip which is an imported alpha or matte. If you view this clip in the viewport, it is set to matte, which displays the raw values as is, which is appropriate for a matte. It is also worth mentioning that you will also get this matte view if you look at the matte outputted from a Kia or masking tool, since those outputs are tagged as mats. So the purpose of the viewing rules is to allow the viewports to auto-adjust to the media. Obviously the viewing rules need to be configured correctly, but once this is done, everything should be automatically displayed in the correct colour space. Now what happens when your clips are untagged? In other words, the colour space is unknown. Well the media is considered as raw RGB data, and the viewers will fall back to their old behaviour. So if you select the unknown video clip, the viewers will show it as video, because that has always been the default setting. Now let's go back to Batch and look at the result of the log clip. The colours are completely wrong unless you manually select the log view, because Flame does not know that this clip was captured as log. In the Viewing Transforms list, you will get the traditional list of video, log and linear viewing transforms. The same goes for the linear material when imported with an unknown or untagged colour space. However, you can still tag or convert the media even after import. This can be done through the pre-processing menu when viewing the media as a segment, or using the colour management node in Batch for example. So let's tag this EXR clip as Scene Linear Rec 709 sRGB. When you look at the viewer through the Colour Management node, the viewport uses the viewing rules to interpret the tagged colour space, and once again, you are presented with a variety of Scene Linear viewing transforms. Now while we're looking at the viewport, there is a bit of functionality I'd like to point out. Firstly, if you want to bypass the viewing transform, you can click the Bypass button, or press the SHIFT ALT tilde keyboard shortcut. Next, you can also cycle through the viewing transforms by using the ALT SHIFT plus or minus keyboard shortcuts. Thirdly, you can manually adjust the viewport exposure, contrast and gamma on top of the viewing transform, in order to look into the darker or brighter areas of your image. Exposure is mapped to SHIFT E, 
Contrast is mapped to Shift C and Gamma is mapped to Shift W. Once you're done, just click the Reset button to remove these values off the viewport. Exposure, Contrast and Gamma values may be temporarily bypassed using the shortcut Ctrl Shift Tilde in the Flame Profile. As a tip, the Colour Management Diagnostic Preferences allow you to map a set of preset exposure, contrast and gamma values to keyboard shortcuts, so you can toggle them on and off when needed. And finally, you have various colour isolation modes in the viewport in order to view separate RGB colour information. Red is mapped to the Shift R keyboard shortcut. Green is mapped to the Shift G keyboard shortcut and Blue is mapped to the Shift B keyboard shortcut. Hitting Shift Z goes back to the RGB view, or by hitting the original shortcut for a second time. For example, hitting Shift R again while viewing the red channel takes you back to RGB mode. Since some of the view transforms have channel crosstalk, in the View Options panel, you may select Source Isolation to isolate the channels before the viewing transform. Display Isolation isolates the channels after the viewing and display transforms. So this video covered the behaviour of the viewports when interacting with media that has been tagged with a colour space. For more information on these features or any other colour management functionality, please read the colour management documentation for Flame. In part 4 of Active Colour Management in Flame 2017 Extension 1, we'll open up the viewing rules in the Colour Management Preferences and discuss it in greater detail. We'll also go through the process of configuring a viewing rule and much more. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.